What's good, everybody? It's your host, favorite host, man. It's good to be back. It's Mr. 813 Ahmad Kiwi. This is another episode of Halftime with the Playmakers, your midweek partner with the live show, The Playmakers, which airs every Saturday from 1230 to 2 p.m. right here in WNL 90.5, Florida AM University. I got some great guys with me. Guys, what's going on? What's going on with Ahmad? Not much, brother. I'm living good, feeling great, and yeah, I'm excited to be back with the guys, man. Long overdue, long overdue. And by the way, this your boy Hafiz, aka Country, from the Big 2 Fire. I am Michael Trim Jr. from the city beautiful Orlando, Florida. Bro, cut that. I am Michael Trim Jr. It's the one only <laughs> Jeffrey Hood Jr. repping the DMV in Atlanta area. Just the also thing. known as Hefe. Yes, sir. See, I have a nickname unlike you. Nah, we're nah, going gonna to get him a nickname. We gonna, I mean, he has I, Trim. I, I, but I mean, like, Trim. Yeah, that's his name, though. But, I mean, but it, that's a tough last name, though. One of one. What's going on? You know, it's the kid from Cashville. I mean, Nashville. Tennessee's in the building. <laughs> My name is Austin Kaysen. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> What, what they say, 10 unseasoned? Yeah, that's where you from? What did you just say? Didn't y'all lose Derrick Henry? Mm, it hasn't happened yet. It's like, it's at, least, at least he knows. It, okay, it might happen, and if it happens, I'll be sad, but until that, Derrick Henry's a titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guys, I'm excited to be back. I know y'all are excited to get ready for another episode. We're going to dive right into it. We got FAMU, women's and men's basketball. Guys, they both suffered a loss to Grambling State University, and I just have one simple question. If you had to point out the problem with both programs, both teams, what would it be and why? I believe the women's team was up by at least 20. 23rd quarter and lost. The, 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 game went overtime. Into, the game went into overtime and they still lost. So guys, what is the problem? I mean, I say the women, to be honest, it's the turnovers. We can't have more turnover averages than assist averages. That's bad. As a team, you're not going to win. Turn the ball over consistently. I'll go ahead and uh, touch on the men's game because that's the one I watched. I would say culture. You've seen it against Grambling last night. The Grambling coach, well, all three of their coaches were all up in you know, uproar into the game and stuff. Our coaching staff was not in the game. Our players were down. We had players getting attitudes when they were getting yanked after they made a bad play. So I just, just I would just say culture for the men's side of thing. And for the women's, I felt as though after after they took the when they was up by twenty, I felt they took their foot off the gas and got very complacent. I don't think it was that. You gotta. I think I think it's the lack of effort that they show. No, it was because, ball handling. Ball handling well, and ball security was exposed because they was getting pressured both, and it was just. Rose. But both teams turned the ball over. Facts. And both teams. I think. I think Grambling had about thirty turnovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'll say, like, you're always gonna have a large turnover amount if you have no true offense. I've been saying, like, we've been saying this for months. Like, it's only two. People. Our, our teams have no true offense. It's it's whoever ball. Obviously, you got on the women's team Ariana Grizzle and Nashani Gilbert. And well, and, 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 Olivia. and Olivia, right yeah. off the but, bench, straight but, bucks. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's like okay, well, everybody else getting a little. Bit garbage points. And we averaged 21.4 turnovers a game, a game versus our assists, which is only 10. Like, a last, huge discrepancy right there. Last night, it was the same issue that been plaguing the team for so long. Rebounding. Fact, Graham, I mean, granted, it was it was overtime, but Grandma almost had 60 rebounds in the game. Had 24 yep. offensive rebounds. And even with that, we still only had 39 rebounds. We got our rebound. Second chance points. They got us again on second chance points. And then points, and points in the paint and also five once once Ariana fouled out, that was basically your ball game right there. Because you did not have another score. I mean, granted, Nashani Which, did have Nishani a good and game. Olivia still in the game. She still had a good game. But it's like you took that third scoring option away. But even then, you still had Perry. Uh, Perry was playing great she ball had 18, yesterday. Uh, 18 points. Hit a couple tough buckets in overtime to still put the women in position to win the game. It's just ball security. Like, we cannot freeze up when heavy ball pressure is coming towards us. We cannot. So this is my thing. How does this problem get fixed? Recruiting. 
Logan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like how does this problem like this. get fixed? It starts right now. It starts in practice. Practice your ball handling skills yeah. before and after practice. It starts there. It starts yeah. with practice. But because and then also too, they run a lot of motion sets, like which are not bad. But at the same time, you have to have somebody when your motion sets is not working. You have to have somebody that can at least take the ball and put it in the hole. And you only have one or two plays they can do that. And Olivia turns the ball over a lot when she goes into the paint. What do you think, Austin? Yeah, I mean, I'm just want to say like if if it's a turnover issue that I mean I really do think that the only thing that can really fix that is recruiting because I feel like at the end of the day like basketball like as a guard if you if you have a turnover problem you're just gonna have a turnover problem like some some players yeah. just turn the ball over and that's what they do especially when they can't handle pressure so I mean this, might, this was a game we might just be a lost. personnel problem we can't be up by 20 and then blow the lead hmm. yeah, this should have been the game that respectfully. we lost respectfully yeah respectfully it, and, it, and, it's, and it's the same thing that's been plaguing the girls all season can't finish the games at the end of the game about six of their losses has been less than three points just let that sink in we could be talking about them in a whole different light right now if they're able to one or two possessions fix a turn over here a turn over there so this was another game that we let slip from us but it's still early in swag play i feel as i still believe that they could still turn this around they can finish top five okay so I, I believe so for the, on really? the girls yes because if they beat the best team well yeah. the second best yeah. team well, in the swag okay because best team is still jackson state i don't yeah of course yeah so if they if they if they could i feel as though they could be anywhere from the grambling jackson state and grant and, and, and southern spat they good okay so then my question is we're gonna flip it over to the men's side so <laughs> <laughs> bro i think they just need to abolish that <laughs> they just need to abolish the team i'll say this for them i don't know it's, it's just like they have they have the size they have the guards they just not they just they cannot don't put it together for me they my, don't play as a team not coachable it's it's like i said previously it's culture there we don't have a system watching the game grambling they had a different system they put us in a two three they gave us different looks they gave us man they gave us three two on our side of the things we don't give teams different looks they can go in at halftime and prepare and say okay family's gonna play man the entire game they're not gonna press us they're not gonna put pressure on the ball they're not gonna put pressure on the rim so now we just know how to play our basketball we can adjust to that and that's but how some we get coaches some coaches don't like doing zone they see it as weak and maybe coach mccullum is one of them type of guys let, hey let, at this point the this, whole program is weak so you gotta find something that works my, my whole thing is this yeah. right my whole thing is this right what you what, what you just said austin if you know that your team struggles in man why do you continue to keep running man like you you could put them in zones. You could put them in a box one set. You could put them in two, three, three, two. Whatever you want to do, you can do that. You play man, and y'all don't even rotate. Nobody's speaking to each other on the court. You just have people that just chasing somebody every single time, and then there's always one or two people that's left wide open for the for the three. And then teams are daring us to shoot, and we don't and knock we down don't our shots. Down. Yeah, we have terrible one, we, I, I can't even say we have a legitimate three point sniper. I'm gonna be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I can't we say have, it. We hit five threes as a collective group last night. That is wow. And only, That's horrible. And only two players hit threes. How many attempts did we take? We had 18 attempts. Wow. But between between Jalen Spear and uh, KJ Parker, they combined for 5 of 12. So, I mean, they that's, shot the ball that's well. That's the backcourt duo right there. Literally. That's what I'm saying. But, but I mean, this is the thing I don't understand about that. Is, is KJ Parker starting? Or he's yes, coming he, off the he starts. He starts. It kind of flip-flops sometimes. It is Spear, okay. Spear starts, right? Spear does yeah, Spear, Spear, Spear starts. Spear starts. That's a true point guard. That is a point guard. He is great. But it's like, we need 
need more shooting. We have the size, and the big men are not playing big man basketball. I would agree with that. And that's another thing I have a, a coach because he, I've seen this last year my first year FM, he has a tendency of flipping the rotations a lot. And it, it, you don't build a, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't build a, chemistry off of a, chemistry, yeah, you don't build off chemistry. flip-flop rotation exactly. every time. You got to have a consistent one. And then exactly. you don't have an identity when you rotate players in and out of the lineup. Of course. Right, and that hurts confidence to certain players. You know, if your guy's been starting the entire season or throughout non-conference play, then you put him on the bench for a swag play. It's like, Look, I, I understand you trying. I understand you trying to find your best lineup rotation. No, you should have found it in non-conference. Yes, that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. Because the whole time pointed this this egregious non-conference schedule that we had, we needed to see who our ballers was. And I'm not gonna lie, I was one of the people that that Oregon game definitely was a winnable game. Wait, no, no, I'm not even talking about the winnable game. I just thought that we had a squad because the way they came out and played against Oregon, I was like, there's no way you telling me they not winning the swag. I would also say though, uh, we are missing uh, Keith right now. He is hurt, dealing with an injury. So I throw that out there. I just think the thing with us is, as a team, it just starts from the top. I've been watching Coach McCollum since I got the FAMU, and he's just never like he's the only coach that I know that loses his voice every game because his team's not producing, but doesn't get better. That's insanity to me. Like the adjustments make no sense. The rotations like, don't make no sense. Like like you know what I'm saying, and kind of like so one of y'all touched on it earlier you're supposed to figure that out in non-conference yeah. play and, and not even that you're Coach Gordon to, figured it out like you're supposed to team. figure that out before the season because if we talking about Coach Gordon Coach Gordon realized that she like if she was putting Olivia Nashani and and Ariana on the court at the same time she had nobody coming off the, the bench, bench that was getting exactly. two buckets so what did she do she took one of her best scores and put her on the bench and it has been helping the team out yeah but we don't we don't know what, what the boys is doing honestly it's it's the same issue they're not rebounding they're not shooting correctly and they can't guard and they can't not guard the perimeter yeah that's what i was gonna say i'm really just a box score watcher at this point because you know got things to do in my life but uh it seems to me that of the six real games that i say they played you know i think that a lot of the games a lot of the non-conference games were really just throwaways but of the six real games that they've played so i'm counting albany state i'm counting which should have been a win sure should have yeah, that's a Division two school. So we had we was a ninety six percent win percent chance to beat yep. Albany, and we we lost. So, we went to bed. So Albany State, Presbyterian, Lemoyne, Owen, and then the three conference games: Bethune, Southern, and Grambling. Out of those games, it's been three of those games where they've had an opposing guard that scored thirty points. Another game where a guard scored twenty five. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like at some point in the game, you kind of figure out how to slow down a guy a little bit. Because the we Southern game dropped thirty three, yeah. thirty something on him. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be having guards score 30 on us every single night. Like, somebody got to step up and play some defense. I don't know. Or, or just going into a game and not even taking the lead throughout the entire game, which is sad. And you was at home. I'm tired of talking about these guys. <laughs> Literally. He's like, it's like, what more What more can we say, you know? You got a bunch of dudes that are actually good at basketball but don't know how to play together. Yeah. Or don't want to play together. I coach. feel as though, like, the transfers that came in, feel as though that they're better than the people that's already been here because apparently you went to a better program but you're here at fam now understand that 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 life has left you you're not that guy no more because if you was that in. guy probably was never that guy. If, 
No, that's what I'm saying. If you were that guy, you would have came here with a whole different attitude. You come in here like, oh, everything should be already given to you. It makes no sense. And then you you on the boards, your coach is telling us that you about to be one of the best centers in the SWAT and you averaging seven and three. Mm. Awful. Kendrick Perkins. Uh, we may not. We probably will only win one game in the SWAT. And it's going to be against Mississippi Valley State. Yeah. Hopefully. We, hey, yeah, y'all. I'm not going to chop that one up. Or, or Alcorn State. Like, that's the only two games I could see us winning for the boys. Yeah, they have Al- a win. Alcorn just beat Alabama A&M. They have a win. And they just played They played Alabama State Close to They only lost by two Yeah we're gonna win one game Well for those of you Listening in uh, The men's basketball team Is currently 2-12 and 12, The bottom of The SWAT conference Completely horrible Disappointing But again Not really surprising The only team That's worse than them Is Mississippi Valley State Who is winless right now Just put that in perspective But guys We gonna move on They are really 0-17 That is crazy Yeah I can't believe that But I've never Like, like actually Actually you know what Like bro What's the How do you Like how do you go out and play if you're like winless like like is that how like, I, be fair. I'll, okay. I'll say this I'll say this though right I'll say this though because I had played on the team I played football when my team was winless <laughs> after a while you just know you, you just suck. know what it is yeah you know what it is but you still go out there and give your best effort though I'm not gonna lie because when you play teams that play win have not win they actually have the most fun just because you like, suck, and the like most win. confidence no. you talking about the teams that like are winless yes, yes. Because, most confidence it's no pressure it's no pressure just like, you're just out there no, Listen, like you, like I remember, I remember when I played on a basketball team and we was willing. I've been on two. How many teams. willing teams you been on? Just two, just two, okay. just two. Oh just two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, say, I'm, I'm sensing a pattern. Hey, hey, that boy, hey, that boy, hey, sound hey, happy no, to no, be no. on so winless my, team. So my first winless team was when I played little league football. I was like six years old at the time. But when I played basketball, I was like 15. So oh no, I'm 15. I'm not. No, no, my So look, I remember when we got our first win, or when it felt like we was about to get our first win. Right. The, the fans were so much into the game, like everybody was cheering us. Every bucket that we got, like that's that's what I was saying. When you play, when you, when a team is winless and they suck, they have fun because they don't got nothing to lose at this point. They know they suck. I don't know, man. For me, like I just always been like, even like growing up, like I was always an athlete. Like I had too much pride. Like yeah. I'm not for the losing. Oh, game, oh I definitely left that and, team after the season was over. I was not, saying? I was not rocking and, like that. And if I do lose, then I'm gonna just get get it back, get it back next week or whenever the next game is. But nonetheless, this start to the season but again I don't think any of us on the show right now are surprised mm-hmm. but we're gonna move on we're gonna talk about some SEC basketball some real basketball for real uh Ooh, guys I like how you said that though yeah you, 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 yeah, you see what I did all right man we're gonna talk about some SEC basketball we're gonna talk about some real basketball who do you guys like winning the SEC and why and then we're gonna talk about the Big 12 Austin let me hear you I want to hear what you guys say well I think the SEC is loaded this year when it comes to talent it's I'm very sitting top here heavy. you don't you think uh, it's top heavy I think I sure don't. I sure don't. Nah, I see. I, I can't agree with you. It's, it's really competitive. My, yeah, it, it it really is. But I think it's very top heavy. I though. see ten teams that I think can make the tournament in the SEC right now. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's, that's that is a lot. It's a whole I, lot. I think, I think that's actually. I think that's actually. That's kind of too early to say. We're only three games in SEC right now. It's a little too early. Jeff, it's a little the, too early. Jeff, it's a little too early. The amount of parity that's in this league right now. The amount of experience that's in this league right now. This league is Auburn, Alabama, Ole Miss is fifteen and one. They're great. LSU is the surprise team in the SEC because we. 
Japanese. Yes, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, they're supposed to be at the bottom. We they, to be at the bottom. they picked up a good, picked up a great one in uh, Jordan, Jordan Wright out the transfer portal. But who you got? Let me hear you, Austin. Who do I have winning? I yes. think I'm right now. I'm rolling with. I'm rolling to win the SEC tournament or the regular season. The tournament, the whole. That's the, no, no. Matter of fact, give me the first. Give me the uh, SEC outright. Then give me the tournament. Oh, when the matter of fact, matter of fact, just give me that whole SEC. Who do you think is gonna come out of the yes. SEC? Okay, out of the SEC tournament, I think that Kentucky. No, I don't. Kentucky stinks in uh, Nashville. Give me Tennessee. Whoa. I think. Okay, that's a great pick. I like someone, that pick. Look, I like that pick though. And here's the I reason know. why too. Tennessee, first of all, just a lot of experience on that team. Zakai Ziegler, Santiago Vescovi, outside Jordan James, and then they brought in a great transfer, probably the best transfer in the country, Dalton Connect. He's an absolute bucket. Bucket. You know, and then you know the SEC tournament takes place in Nashville. I try to attend pretty much every year. That place is filled with I, orange. That I, whole arena is like they're gonna have home court advantage through that tournament too. I think Tennessee's gonna take it. Mike, I'm gonna go with. Oh, that's a tough one. It is tough. I see Alabama on your page. I like. Don't tell no, because I was looking Alabama. at. I was looking at a lot of SEC. A lot of the top SEC teams. Uh, Kentucky's. You know, I watch a lot of Kentucky basketball. Reese Shepard, one of my favorite players in, in college basketball. Rod's Rob's so shifty. <laughs> Very shifty. If I had to give you an answer on who would win today, I would probably say Alabama. Yeah. Why is that? I like it. I love it. Actually. Why is that? The combination of Grant Nelson, Mark Sears. I like the vets that they have on their roster, and then in tournament play, vets matter. So I would I would say Alabama right now. Give me Ole Miss. Nobody's going to say like it, it, but I'm going to say it. They hooping. Yes, the record is 15-1, and one, and you look at the teams they have played to get 15-1, and one, but they've handled business convincingly. My thing is, have you? did you see any of or any highlights of that Tennessee game? No, I did. No, it was bad. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was, but, okay. I mean, when you have Allen Flanagan going, Matthew, Jalen Murray, and also Jamarion Sharp at the back end, seven foot five center, I'm taking that any day of the week. That's a guard right that's a guard trio that can just get to the bucket at yeah. any time whenever they want to and they're physical they're not soft they're not going to back off you they're going to attack the rim they're going to gang rebound and just be in your face that 7-5 center is only giving them 4 points and 4 rebounds but he's not there for points he's not there for points he's there to block shots and get you rebounds okay you don't you don't need him to score uh, like i said he's averaging 4 and a half rebounds you don't you don't you don't need <laughs> him to score all you need him to get blocks and rebounds that's it that's all well i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with arburn mm. That's sneaky pick too. I like Auburn. I was, I literally was about to say Auburn because I'm looking I, at their schedule. I feel as though they got the best player in the SEC play right now. Who? Which is and, jo- and Johnny. Uh, uh, what's his name? Johnny. Johnny Broom. Johnny Broom. Johnny Broom. And then look at their schedule. Like they play v- Vanderbilt tomorrow. That's a win. They're at the bottom of the conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody. Well, well, everybody. actually, actually, that's what I would say. I uh, agree in the case, but Vanderbilt's not an easy place to win at Vanderbilt. Yep. It, it's 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 kind of pretty sneaky. Like you can go there and think that you might win, but well, it's a they, trap game. Whole it's time. a trap game. Yeah, but I don't see anybody really going into Auburn and actually winning at home. It's hard to be it, in that jungle, to, yeah. bro. It's one of the most loud because their stadium is so condensed to the crowd. Facts. So it, right it, there. So it's it's like just imagine, right? People can almost touch you while you're on the sidelines. Like when you going out of bounds, play, they like right here next to you. Kind of remind me of um Duke, like there. Oh yes, arena. yes. Like bro. Oh my goodness. What a lovely team. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. But nah, but I definitely gotta go Auburn. But but the surprise pick for the for the SEC so far has been LSU. Yeah, like, absolutely. LSU, for sure. like, they turned it, they turned it around so fast. Because last year we had to be the worst college basketball team in power five play. And for us to turn it around this quickly, but granted, it's only three games into the SEC schedule. Yeah. And it's it's about to start getting real. Like let's 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 come back to this in February and then we'll see how every team 
game is going by then. The thing that I, that gives me hope about LSU is that they beat that Texas A&M team who personally I'm very high on. I love Wade Taylor. He's a great scorer. I think he's one of the best scorers in the country. Nah, but uh, Texas A&M is good at Texas A&M. But, once but when, it's, when you got to go on a road, when they got to go on a road, that's when they start playing a little mediocre basketball. But I see where you're going with that. But I, I, I like I like Arbor, I like uh, Bama, and I like uh, Ole Miss to win it. But you know, you can never sleep on Kentucky. I'm about to say, why don't yeah. I say Kentucky? Because I I, because Kentucky don't don't They're strike young. you. Don't, yeah, they don't strike you as a team that's gonna and dominate streaky. like that. Because one, all, all of their top so so called prospects have been a little bit. Shake. Except Reed and Rob Dillingham. Yeah, Rob Dillingham. The bench guys. But, oh man, DJ Wagner has been the biggest disappointment. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I just I just thought that he was going to come in college basketball and he was just going to look like the number one overall pick. But Number one? Yeah, number one is crazy. <laughs> number one is crazy. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you, like when you watch Rob Dillingham play, you think that's how DJ Wagner's supposed to be. But that's AAU. You can't compare AAU to a system-formatted college basketball. AAU, and, you're more freelance. And Rob I feel, I feel, I feel as though a lot of coaches are doing a lot of these plays this justice to what the way they training them because you got to think about it college play sets and when you playing AU in high school basketball everybody's just playing man and they, they just not really it's pin down come out the pin down hoop go, yeah. get you a, go get you a bucket but then when you come to college you got to know how to play against a 2-3 and you got to know how to play against different press uh, press matchups everybody can play when you get to college when you get to, to the different level of college basketball I would say this about uh, Kentucky though what Reed Shepard and Rob Dillingham they have defined roles on that team Reed Shepard obviously is a great three and D basketball player, and then Re- Rob Dillingham, his roles to come out, come off the bench and be a spark micro- plug. yeah, spark plug microwave kind of guy, manual quickly type player. And then with Rob Dillingham, I mean not Rob Dillingham, but DJ Wagner and um, Justin Edwards because he's another top uh, recruited guy. Yeah, he that, flopped too. That is underperforming. Uh, yeah, they're coming in and they're having to along, along with uh, Bradshaw, they're coming in having to play with Antonio Reeves, who's you know probably the guy to coach Cal, you know, since he's the the vet. So they have to come in and fit around his game. So I would that's why. I would say, you know, Reed and uh, Rob Dillingham, they have more defined roles than us. Uh, so here's the bigger question, starters. right? Because you got players that is underperforming a lot in college basketball right now. Are these AU circuits and EBYL circuits really ruining <laughs> college basketball? No. 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 Nah, if anything, it's kind of helping it. Yeah. To what, that's to how you what get your name out, though. I mean, I understand that's how you get your name out, but I understand that part. But I'm saying, like, when you watch them play, are they really playing basketball? Are they just playing street pickup? The I mean, top- no, there are sets, but then after that set doesn't work, it's just like the NBA. You gotta go score. Yeah, I think basketball's the same on all levels. It's there's plays, but you know there's not really plays. Like they said, sets. But it's different. People look at it differently because it's you know youth basketball. It's not professional. It's not college basketball. So they look at a lot of people look at it differently because it's not professional. You know what? You know a team is kind of reminds me of that. Well, one player on a team in the NBA, he played at a lot of AAU, then took the G League route. Now he plays for the Rockets. Jalen yeah. Green. <laughs> I, I just like, knew it was I coming. Like, I just knew like, it was coming. Like yeah, like Jeff said. Like that there's sets, but guy. for for a while, actually, when he first got into the league, like bro was just hooping. Like, he was, he was just out there playing. He was, he, he was playing playing he, basketball. He was, he was trying. He was trying to make a highlight plays. Like you be watching him sometimes. Like bro, you just you could have just made a simple layup. You did not have to do that. Like, what <laughs> but was I don't. The, I, the double clutch. But, but, but let's not just single out Jalen. 
yeah, like, it's like, a like, lot like, of them it's out a lot there. It's a lot of guys. Jordan Poole, Cam Thomas. Jordan Poole's a champion. Jordan Poole's a champion. What does that mean? Cam Thomas is a bucket. I think Kyle Kuzma. I will say this about Jalen Green, though, that you can't say about the other guys when they just go out of hoop. Jalen Green, well, I'm going to just say for his rookie year because now, you know, it doesn't matter. But for his rookie year, he was drafted number two overall. So, yeah, if the play is broken or something, or he's not even running the play, they're not going to yank him. He's number two overall. So, they're going to put him out on the floor. But then it, but then it, then it's also like, because I wasn't trying to single him out either when I said it. Like, he was just the first guy that came to mind because that's who I think of more recently who came out, came into the league, and that's how he played. But I say that all to say, like, to, to the original question, I don't think it ruins the sport of basketball country. I think, if anything, that's how it's always kind of been because we've, we've seen players come in and out. Guy said Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole, uh, even though I think Jordan Poole is like a little bit of a different situation. Why? Just because he won a championship? No, no, no. Off the back that's, of Steph Curry? that's not why. But <laughs> no, wait. Let's just, oh my time out. T, 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 T. Let's just throw a time out here because yeah, awesome. he, he had a significant role in that championship team. Sure. And if you say he did, that's cap. He had the, he had a role similar to maybe, you know, like J.R. Smith or Amon Shumpers with that. Both LeBron valuable team. roles. But you're not going to say that. You're not going to, you know, throw that out there first line of defense against somebody saying J.R. Smith takes dumb shots. So I say, I said that to say like the dude, you know, he, when we talk about real sets, the, the dude isn't just out there. Maybe now, because he's on the Wizards and the Wizards are a garbage franchise. He was doing he that just, last year. He's just out there hooping. He was doing that last year too. I mean, also, the, the I mean, boys were I mean, kind of on a decline doing, though. Well, actually, it's another player that actually do it, but he does it very well. Who? LaMelo Ball. Ooh, Lame, that's Lame, a good one. Lame, see, what, I, see what, like, LaMelo really, but like, LaMelo really is a hooper. The thing about LaMelo is LaMelo is out there to be the offense and just to like absolutely like, I would say LaMelo's play style is closer to maybe like James Harden's back on the Rockets team where mm. it's not a lot of other real threats out there I so agree. they, they yeah. understand that okay. he's really just gotta go out there and make some shape he's gotta hoop bro he's gotta go out I mean, there and try I mean I'll tell you another hooper Kyrie no 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 Kyrie's a no. hooper wait, wait 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 yes he is a hooper but well, he doesn't just go out there and yeah. roll the ball and go hoop no that's bro, not he, the case he's so calculated with how he does it like that's it, like they gotta make a documentary like they gotta make a documentary on that I remember uh, Iman Shepard was talking about Kyrie Irving and he said Kyrie doesn't have offense he just has defense like whatever you throw at him he got he has a counter move for it okay. so he's waiting for like if, you know he how countering some, your defense yeah you know how some people would have like be like okay I'm about to play him to the right and, I, and then he just go left no Kyrie's gonna go to the right and see how you gonna move on when he go to the right then he gonna make another move so it's like when you playing against Kyrie you don't know what he's gonna do the best ball handler of all time, all time. but all fellas time. we gonna we gonna ask another question we're gonna earn college basketball what team in college basketball is not being talked about enough. Baylor. Wow. Baylor, no. Baylor's getting talked about enough. No. 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 Why do you say that? I just feel it though when, when you talk about college basketball everybody's still talking about everybody in the SEC besides Ole Miss. And you still talk about Purdue because Purdue I, look. Zach Eady because they got Zach yeah, Eady still. But I just feel as though Baylor's not getting the respect that they should be getting. I've heard but my co-host right here is telling me otherwise. I say it's Ole Miss. Ole Miss not getting the respect they deserve. It's a shame. Yes, the SEC is loaded, but Old Miss deserves. Are they even right? I, I think that's yes, really they are. More, Twenty-two. They, they, they just became ranked. Just yeah. That's. Great. I think that's more so just because of how loaded their conference is. But I, I wouldn't say they're not getting attention though. I mean, when you talk about the SEC, nobody's even talking about Ole Miss. Yeah, it's usually. But Tennessee, is that? But is that because they're Kentucky. just being underrated, or is that because there's just so much to talk about with the SEC? Because even they even talk about Arkansas more than they talk about Ole Miss and the SEC. And Arkansas is bottom of the barrel. Mm, that's pretty because Arkansas, it, it's not that it's disrespectful. Arkansas is just a hard place to win at. It is. You know? That is true. So, Duke lost. They got manhandled. 
How's Duke doing, by the way? Duke, we good. We chilling. My word. <laughs> we living. So it, it does fall to that fact that when you are not the top, the top heavy team in the SEC, so you're not gonna get talked about like that, like you're supposed to. I would say South Carolina too. Mm. They kind of fell off it, over the re, over the recent weeks, though. Yeah, but I mean, still they're just not getting enough attention in my eyes. I have three teams that have surprised me on the other end, though, just like with how bad they've been playing. I think we were promised a lot out of USC, especially with their incoming freshman class. That's correct. Mm. That is correct. Oh my god. They're not very That's good. good. I didn't oh, even think about it. They're mid. But, 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 they're, but they're not no, even mid. But wait, they're, they're not a good team. But wait though, Austin, they uh, are being talked about. They're, they're just oh, not they're being, good. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, the, the, <laughs> the segment was who's not who's not being talked. Matter of fact, okay, we, my fault. I'm we, thinking I'm thinking surprises. You okay, got it. Sure. No, that is a surprise though. If we talk about surprises, USC being what? Eight and nine. Eight and nine is is very like never mind. I can't I don't even want to like I don't even want to unpack that though because like has has Bronny been like underperforming on against Colorado? It was bad. Yeah, he was like zero of seven, zero points. Ahmad, he struggled against Alabama State. Hey, oh my goodness, that was like his second or third game back though. It's Alabama. But let's be real, we didn't really expect Bronny to like carry the team or nothing. But my second and third team. I'm gonna say Gonzaga. They're unranked right now, even yes. in, with their. Yeah. I mean, but their, they really have a loaded recruiting class coming in, other than like but, Dusty Stromer. But my thing about Gonzaga is usually no one really worries about Gonzaga until it's time to worry about Gonzaga, and you see yeah. them come in. But they're they're not playing good basketball this year. And finally, my third team is Vanderbilt. I was I was pretty high on them. They made a great run last year in the SEC ch- tournament, made it to the semifinals. They were a lot of people expected them to make the tournament, and this year it's just nothing. But back to your uh, Gonzaga thing, I understand every year we always have this notion that Gonzaga is going to find a way to make it to the Final Four. I don't feel as though that's going to be this case this year. I don't Absolutely think they're, not. I don't they're, think they're a good, Yeah, I don't think they're a good basketball team like they've been in re- recent years. If I, if, if, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, didn't they start top five this year? Um, I, they had, no, they started at 11. Top 15. Okay, top 15. But that's a lot of expectation for you to fall out of the out of the top 25. Right. And we're not even in conference play. And we just got in the conference play. Yeah, that's true. Another sleeper team that nobody's really talking about. Washington State out of the Pac-12. Miles Rice, 14.6 points per game, shooting 45 from the field. It just beat Arizona. Hey, Washington State, just be on the lookout. Pac-12 play. That's all I'm going to say. For me, my surprising team, y'all know me, you know, big Magic fan, you know. One of my favorite point guards of all time, Penny Hardaway. And his program is 15-2 Memphis, right he now. is hooping. Memphis, not a lot of people are talking Could've about Could have just him. said Memphis. Javon Quinn. He I wanted to shout Orlando he, so he, bad. Yeah, he he got to just said Memphis. Hey, hey, get love to Orlando, brother. Yeah, Penny Hardaway's program is playing some good ball right now. Obviously, this is the best team he's had since his in his entire Memphis tenure. Quinterly, quintessential point guard. They have a lot of key pieces, and uh, I think they can make a run this year. So, question. This is what I got to ask y'all. Do y'all think it was smart for Mikey Williams to transfer to UCF? Uh, Yeah. 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 Why? He's going to dominate. He wasn't going to. Well, that too. Well, they're going to. They have a good, pretty good program. Are they not? I don't honestly they think just Mikey Williams is as good yeah. as a lot of people think he is. You said what? I don't think he's as good as a lot of people think he is. I think he gets in the with the right coach and the right culture. I think he could play really good. I'm basketball. with country. I don't think he's I, I feel. I feel as though it's a lot of hype behind Mikey Woods, and I just don't think he's a baller. Like, well, he hasn't proved it. You got to wait till he proves yeah, he, it to, yeah, that's he, to mark him but, off. But, but let's be honest. Like, in high school, he was not that guy. He was it, that guy. No, no. When he was at, uh, what's it called? Who did he play against, Cedro? Bro. No, 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 no. When he was in Cali, what was he? He was at Cedro, right? Yeah, I think so. Cedro. He was dominating. Uh-huh, I know. But then when he went to, uh, to the when he East went Coast. to North Carolina, to the East oh, he struggled. Why do you think he went from three all the way to thirty-two? We were supposed to play in my high school. And year. he ducked and, out of it though. And then, and then, <laughs> then, he, then he went to, uh, <laughs> then he went to uh, he went. Vertical Academy. Yeah. He was he was completely outshined by uh, Trey Parker. By Trey Parker. Yep. 
And Mikey Williams wasn't was was not that guy. But then he went back to Cedro and he started balling again. It's cause out there, the team, the high school team he finished with, bro, they were playing nobody. Nobody. That's why I that's why I don't feel they it. They didn't play no but, other type of division one recruits, prospects, or But I will I will say this, you know, he's back he was back home, had a coach that believed in him. That that matters when uh, a player's hooping. Bro, the coach that brought bro. him to North Carolina believed in him. He was playing at 24 hour fitness YMCA type of hoop. Basically. He was, playing, <laughs> he was playing LA fitness guys. Right, that's what I'm saying. I just got so we just gotta wait and see. That's what I'm saying. Big but 12, that's a good conversation. So we really gonna see if he can hoop or not. Exactly. So going to a, like going like they, going to they, UCF. They, they not they in the Big 12 now? Yeah, yeah. they're gonna be in the Big 12 now, yeah. Next year, right? No, they're mm-hmm. in the Big 12 now. They're Big 12 right oh, now, okay, yeah. My okay, bad. Okay. I didn't know when it, I didn't know when it uh, transferred. So nah, Texas is not in the SEC. No. Look, not this year. Look, he's going to a great situation. One, it's a fresh start. Two, UCF is 10 and 5. Not great, but it you know but that's good fast. So right so basically so, so this is actually so this is really a a, a, a win loss thing with him right now because he can go to UCF and ball or he could go to UCF and we could all and well me and Case in point, he's not really that guy. This is true. But they play Texas tomorrow. So is he playing? Nah, he's no, not, he's not, he's not, not gonna play this. He's not playing. He's not gonna play this year. He's not playing this year. Yeah, not this year. But he'll practice. He just won't play. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel it though. Like that's his best interest at all. He should have just stayed in Memphis. He wouldn't have played at Memphis. But but the thing yeah, is, yeah. But I I kind of agree. I think he should have stayed there. Maybe learn from Quinterly, who's been in college for the last twelve years, and uh, you know, <laughs> taking over that Memphis program. Hey, year. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't heard Quinterly name. I was like, is that my guy from Alabama too? Yeah, he Mr. Jellyfall. He been in college. He been yeah. in college he since ch- I was in about the sixth grade. He trans- no, he transferred from Villanova. Had to sit out a year. He had the COVID year, obviously. <laughs> he got hurt. Bro, so you telling me? Like, come on, man. Hey, hey, hey true. Hey, justifying twelve years of college. Hey, my man is a super senior. A super, 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 super duper senior. That's only say. Hey, let this be a lesson, man. Sometimes when it's time, it's time. It's time, bro. Hey, he gonna walk out of playing college basketball. They even call him Doctor Quinnell. Gotta be. He gotta be going for his doctor now. At this point. Because my whole my whole thing is like this. I felt as though Mikey Williams should have stayed in Memphis because he can he could have actually learned something from a true point guard that plays the same type of style of basketball Mikey Williams loved to play and Coach Penny Hardaway Jr. So it's like why would you leave that situation to go to UCF who has a okay maybe they might have an up and coming basketball program but you're gonna be playing in a Big Twelve where you got to deal with Kansas you got to deal with Kansas State and you got to deal with, with the Oklahoma State of the world so it's like you're not going in there with the best of the best you're going in there with the maybe we can do this but if you come out and be like Trey Young then we could talk about something different then yeah only time will tell but fellas we're gonna talk about some football oh man yeah Hey, hey. All right, guys. So for those listening in, Super Wild Card Weekend just concluded. The last game of the weekend was the Bucks versus the Eagles, but you also had some other games as well. You had the Texans game going on, uh, their game. You had the Packers game versus the Cowboys. That was by far the, the most surprise. the hugest surprise. I, I called it. I called the upset. Cowboys Packers. That I, was the most like, surprising game you've seen. No, no, no. It was just surprising how much they lost by. Like, like I, like I knew they were gonna lose, but I didn't expect them to get beat down like that. I've been saying since September, January comes and Dallas got they gotta relearn how to play the game of football. <laughs> he did and I and I and I and and I actually came on this radio show today to apologize to not you. To No apologize to me, come on. To okay to three people. I think you owe everybody an apology for being a Cowboys fan, bro. I owe myself an 
apology for being a Cowboys that's fan. Real. <laughs> that's, like, real. that's real. That's real. That's real. Like, <laughs> I, I got to apologize to Austin because when we first met, I laughed at him for being a Tennessee Titans fan. Yep. And he said, bro, you're a Cowboys fan. It's worse. I was like, how is that? He said, how does it feel knowing your team is the best team in a regular season just to drop an egg <laughs> in the postseason? <laughs> right? I, I like, hey, bro, stop talking to me. Like, I stopped talking to Austin for like two days, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can come back to this conversation every single year. I promise you. No, bro, I don't so want to have this conversation every single year. I'm tired of this conversation. Have it. If you're tired, I mean, just become a Chiefs fan. You know? Shut up. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing it. And I got to apologize to Ma. He called He called us frauds all through the season. He kept saying, you guys are frauds. You guys are frauds. And they he, are. Like, he, was like, your quarter, frauds. he was like, he was like, your quarterback, he's good, but he's a fraud. And I was like, bro, you a Bucks fan. Yeah. Y'all just about to go to the playoffs and right. just drop it in just to right. take a playoffs right. back. Right. And what did they do this weekend? Day one. Mm-hmm. What did my team do this weekend? At home. At home at that. At home. 48 points. You know Green Bay is 16-0 at the Cowboys? I know that. They have Wait, not. You said 16-0? Not 16-0. They're 6-0. No, oh, 6-0. Oh. They have not lost. Mind you, they won their Super Bowl in Dallas. Look, guys. It's hard, brother. We'll, we'll, don't worry. Save your thoughts. Hey, we'll get right all, into that. All my we'll, Cowboys, we'll get to you. We'll to get all to my you, Cowboys friend. fans. I understand your pain. No, 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 no. I, we don't even need. I laugh that. at your pain. Because if you a Cowboys fan, uh, anyway, how many how many QBs are you taking over CJ Stroud? I'm gonna start this at this point. I'll start. At this, just one. Because let's let's talk about that domination. Just, just one. It's literally Lamar Jackson will be the only quarterback I take over CJ Stroud. I'm not even taking Patrick Mahomes over. Oh, CJ look at Mike's Stroud. face. Look at Mike's oh face. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. So just to give a little bit of reference for those listening in, we're currently talking about CJ Stroud, the Houston Texans quarterback, the rookie quarterback. Who completely put a beat down on the Cleveland Browns? The best defense in the wild card game. That brother can ball. Yeah, he's top five. What was the question? The question is, what quarterback are you taking over CJ Stroud? It doesn't say right now. No, 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 no. Right now, right now. He said right right now. now. Yes, right now. I'm only. uh, It was only be one quarterback that I take over CJ Stroud. Not top five. He's top three. He top three. And and he's not number three. Yeah, CJ. This is how he's number two. If we're talking about the current quarterbacks right now that are still in the playoffs. Oh, still in the playoffs. Nah, just just say general. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, well, right well, now, well, the twenty twenty three season. Well, three names that come to mind like off bat: Lamar's number one. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put CJ Stroud number two, and then I'll maybe throw Jared Goff in there. I won't Whoa. say Jared Goff. I say I say like you still gotta give him respect because he did ball out this year. Dak Prescott still was top five. No, no, we ain't doing that. We not doing that. See, because guess what? Of all the quarterbacks that I listed, and and again the. Ravens had a first round bye. They got to play the division okay, round, of course. Okay, they're still playing. But, yeah, they're still that, playing. That's understandable. <laughs> you that's know understandable. what I'm saying? But I forgot what I said about I'm playing, Dak Prescott. I'm putting Josh Allen at my third spot. Yeah. I'm putting Josh Allen at third. I'm not ready to give him that nah, third spot yet. Because it's like when you give Josh Allen that Not credit. until he handles business He's played great. Kansas City. He's played great to get him the two seed, has he not? Honestly, from, bro, from where bro, they bro, started to right bro, now, you're right. He, honestly, he is honestly, top Ahmad, three. Honestly, Ahmad, I think they're going to be Kansas City. But but we have to wait and see. Like I, I, I've just seen it too many times. And yes, they ended off the season 6-0. and Like, that's great. Hey, that's, that's, not, that's what we paid. Hey, that's what the Buffalo Bills paid Josh Allen to do. They were literally counted out Josh Allen and you the know, offensive you know what? You know Brought what? this team from being trash to the second seed in the AFC right now. I said, I said, they had I, a little I, bit of help. Hey, look, hey, look. Sure. I said I was gonna do this, and I'm, a, and I'm, a, and I'm gonna stick to it. I already said I'm not letting my Cowboys faith blind me ever again. So, if we're talking about the top five quarterbacks right now, number one is Lamar Jackson. Number two is C.J. Stroud. Number 
three, I, I still got to give it to my boy Patrick Mahomes. Number four is no. Brock Purdy. And number five is Josh Allen. And this is your list, right? And that yeah. is a terrible list. Terrible list, bro. That's a horrible uh, list. Uh, that's tell me, terrible. Tell me how that's a horrible list. Any list that doesn't... Even oh, wait. Also, I want to I hear why you... shouldn't even put this out on the internet for him saying that. Wait, wait. I agree. What's wrong with his list? First of all, Brock Purdy is way too high. How? What I give mean? him five. I give Brock Purdy five. I'm a Niners fan. I give him five. If so, I really... Because I said four over five. If I really say... And I'm taking CJ. If CJ's on the Niners right now, I'm loving CJ. If CJ Stroud was on the 49ers, we'd be talking about the 49ers as the greatest team of all time. So, so... Brock Purdy is not very good. Bro, you put Brock how, Purdy... How, no, no, no. How can you say that, though? Like, like this is this is my thing, right? I understand y'all don't like Brock Purdy, but get him at his credit. Yeah, that's all Like, like let's be for real, because Trey Lance was on that team. They they they, they look like garbage. Trey Lance ain't J- really Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo was on that... by the defense. Jimmy Garoppolo was on that team, and that defense carried him. Jimmy Garoppolo only had to throw, like, 15 packs. With Brock Purdy, they actually are good. Even with, even with Christian McCaffrey, because people want to talk about quarterbacks that, oh, Brock Purdy got all the weapons in the world. Brock Purdy... What quarterback doesn't have weapons? This is true. What, quarter, what quarterback facts. doesn't have weapons? Yes, what quarterback other than, that, other than the Titans? What quarterback does not have weapons? <laughs> <laughs> the man who I've been saying this whole time is just as good of a football player as Brock Purdy, Matt Jones. Matt Jones is just as good as Brock Purdy. Oh, he's just bro. as good oh, of Matt a football Jones? player. He's bro. not. He's not putting right. up the stats. All right, because he's throwing the on the, on that note. I'm, uh, how many quarterbacks are you taking uh, over on, CJ? Wait, wait, wait. How can <laughs> you cut this man mic off? This, this is how this can is, you cut this man mic off? Okay, bro? hold on, hold on, hold on. That was pretty egregious, this bro. Man, you but, and Tristan. But yeah, like that was pretty egregious. But I'm only taking one quarterback over CJ Stroud right now, and that's Lamar Jackson. Bro, the MVP y'all were in an uproar because he said Mac Jones and Brock Purdy were the same. Bro, nobody has Patrick Mahomes as the best that's quarterback. That's what I'm saying. No, Patrick Mahomes. No, no. I'm He's not letting not. y'all do this. No, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is 36 touchdowns to Seven interceptions. Oh, he has 4,030, 4,327 passing yards. He just won after a lot of people. No, what? Breathe. Uh, please. You're breathe. right. You're absolutely right. Let nobody counted out the Chiefs. Breathe. No, no, no. Nobody, nobody counted out the were, Chiefs. There were, there were a handful of people who said ha- the Miami Dolphins. Handful. Hey, I could have sworn you said. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I could have sworn you said right now. I didn't say you said right now. Right now, there is one quarterback I'm taking over him, and his name is Patrick Mahomes. What? What? 15. Bro. Lamar. No. Let me. Okay. Jackson has a one in three okay. playoff record. Okay. Lamar okay. Jackson never had three touchdowns. Right. We're talking right now. You're bringing up history. We're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. What history? Right now. Bro. Right now. Right now. History. If you want to, if you want to figure something out in the future, you figure out. You figure out. You figure it out through history, bro. Stop. You know Stop. what? True. You know what? You, you have a valid point, but you only do. because, only because that's what, that's what we haven't seen really. Lamar play in the playoffs this year. But anyone with a brain cell but, knows that Kansas City was not going to lose that playoff game. But wait, like, to the fraud Dolphins, are we being serious? Come on. Nobody count this man out. And then everybody counted on CJ. And everybody counted on CJ. Did they not? They no. Did. No. They did. No. Who did y'all pick? Who did y'all pick? I picked the Texans. Okay. Who'd you pick? I picked. You picked the Texans. Who did you pick? The Texans. Okay then. Casey, who you pick? But you said everybody. The Texans. But you're Texans. You're also adding other journalists and other journalists counted out the Texans. Did they not? Yeah. They did. No. No. No journalists on the air said, "Oh, we're counting out the Chiefs because they played the Dolphins." Come on. But everybody said that. Everybody still say as long as Patrick Mahomes is still on the Chiefs, we're not gonna no, count the Chiefs bro. out. No, nobody count. Nobody had. I mean, I had the Chiefs. I had please, the. Uh, I had the Dolphins winning. Please add a journalist that said they counted out the Chiefs this past weekend. Name. No, we're please. not talking about this weekend, but we're talking about throughout the regular season. No, everybody. No, because no, you, you just said. Because you just said everyone. You just said everyone. You just said everyone. And this is this is where I'm gonna stop you right here because we're talking about right 
here right now you're talking about regular season you're talking about lamar's one and three in the playoffs that's that's yesterday's news you're talking about today tomorrow today and tomorrow he'll still be one and three but you know I, what you know I'm what about let him would, would he let not would he not be because he, have because it. I, I, would he, I, would I, he, he not this show next week i see your point i see your point i see your point because trust me i i'm listening to what you're saying however i'm still i still like lamar over it and if you want to use throughout the the past and stuff this season lamar statistically lamar uh from a watching football standpoint was just a better quarterback than patrick mahomes anyway i don't agree y'all really not gonna like my list i don't agree with your list i don't hey honestly austin i really don't want to hate nothing no i have mahomes and i have lamar both over cj stroud bro all right all right this uh, is the last take on this one with them i'm also having jalen hurts oh yeah you're yeah stop it don't look like that because i have more (laughs) what i i want a healthy joe burrow Okay, I'll give you. Okay, I'll give you a healthy Joe yeah. Burrow. I'll take a healthy Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. Uh, so wait, so wait, I so mean, wait, so wait. Time out, time out. You gonna take Jalen Hurts over Dak Prescott? Did you see him against the 49ers? Oh yeah, the I'm Bucks. Are we yeah. serious? The Jets. Are we being serious right now? Wait, so, you said what? So, I named you three teams that he lost to and how bad he who? looked against those three talking teams. About Jalen about Jalen? The 49ers, the Buccaneers, and the Jets. Are we being and, serious and, right and now? And the Cowboys. And the Cowboys. Are you being serious right now? And the Seahawks. Be serious right now. And the Commanders. Be so The Giants. Be so serious. So you're taking Jalen Hurts over Dak. Prescott and Jalen Hurts look like yes. I don't. Like, I don't like, like Dak like, Prescott. Like, like bro, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes we gotta stop. We gotta let our fan delusional stuff behind us. Like, like that. I'm, 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 not, I'm, go, not, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even on. A, I'm not even on a Dak Prescott train right now. I'm being completely honest. Jalen Hurts is not that guy that everybody keeps trying to make him to be. I like. I like the way y'all was fooled off one season. That's why. They, that's uh, why they gotta get rid that, of uh, Nick Sirianni, bro. I bro, think, he's I, not I, gonna I, truly I, develop with Nick Sirianni as head coach. And, and, and I completely agree. Jalen. Hurts play a stand. Go ahead. Go here's ahead. my thing about Jalen Hurts yesterday. There was a couple throws and a couple balls that he threw to Devontae Smith that, like, I sit there and I watch him. I think, like, he's. I mean, there's no. I don't feel any different about him now as I did in probably Week Ten. Bro, I don't even I, understand how you can say that because he's been struggling since Week Ten. Since we put forty ball at the link, one and six. Yep. Anyway, courtesy uh, of the Buccaneers. But my whole thing is like, you playing against a Bucks defense that's not that good. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not. Gonna, let me not say it like that. Hold on. Let me not say it like that. Let me not say it like that. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Mind you, okay. they played against the Bucks earlier that season. Yeah. But wait, but wait, all right, again. All right. I have a perfect again. Okay, okay. Okay, because look, right. they played against that same Bucks team earlier this season. Jalen Hurst even struggled that game. It was their run game that won them the game. This is very true. And then and then now, it's like, if you take away the run away from Jalen Hurst and he can't play action and you have to make him pass the ball, he does not look like a quarterback. I'm a d- and that's my whole thing. I'm- so it's like, you try to put Jalen Hurst in your top 10 or top 5 is ridiculous. I'm a defense. Jalen Hurts real quick because we seen throughout There's his no defending. No, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick. 23 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Throughout history, we tend to see that quarterbacks who make it to their first Super Bowl, they rarely make it back. Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. He might have an opportunity to come back this year, but for right now, he hasn't made it back. So those are just names that come off to, to the top of my head. This season, we've seen from the top. Yeah, they had a good record. With, what are they like nine and one? But they struggled against they ten and one. They struggled against teams like the Commanders. They struggled against the Giants. No, they didn't struggle against the Commanders. They struggled against the. Uh, the Jazz, yeah, it was, it was in the command. Yeah, they struggled throughout those um, first ten games that they won. So they struggled against the Patriots opening they, out the season. Who who's the uh, week two? They struggled against the Panthers, right? So we know. Come on, was it this, was it the Panthers? Oh, no, 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 no. It was the Bucks. My bad, my bad. A lot of a lot of people expected them to be back in the the NFC Championship game, but who expected? I didn't. I, who I didn't? Who? You're a Cowboys fan. You expected the Cowboys to be there in the 49ers. Who? But, but I would 
would say I expected them to be back in the NFC Championship game. There you go. And you know, I, that, I, I sure that was my, that was my fault because I didn't look back at history. What does history tell me? History told me that if you make it back your first time and you lose, you're not gonna. It's gonna be hard to get it back there. So again, here, like, there, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with 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 Jalen Hurts. Also, this is the last take. Final thought. Final thought about Jalen Hurts is I think that his development wise, something that I think that helped him take a huge step back this year was uh, his use of running the football. He ran the ball 139 times for 784 yards last year compared to only 63 times for 354 yards this year. So I think those averages are the exact same, both 5.6 yards a carry. I think that there are the reluctancy to, you know, let him run the football uh, affected their offense. And also, I, I will give you this credit with Jalen Hurts, too. He was battling a knee injury Next. for the most part. Excuses. But if you're supposed Excuses. to be that quarterback, your run game, just because you because just because they take away one aspect of your game, like you say all the time, right? The reason why you don't like Dak Prescott, you should still be able to figure out how to, how to get things done. And on that note, that's a perfect segue since we're talking about Dak Prescott. Who had the more disappointing loss, the Cowboys or the Eagles? The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, because I think, if you, I think if we're all you, in agreement. Yeah, yeah, because if you look at it, we was like we had the easiest path to get to the NFC Championship in over 29 years. Yep. Like we didn't folded. have we didn't have to face the 49ers. <laughs> that's why we that's why we wanted the second seed. Why? Because we didn't want to face the 49ers and we had to face the Packers. Then yeah, we would have had to face Detroit and we had home field advantage until we got to the uh, to the conference finals. I mean conference uh, championship to play against the 49ers, which we would have lost. That's that. that <laughs> hey, I, you know though. Hey, hey. Look, look, I was just happy that we got to the NFC Championship. That's what that, I swear. I I didn't even care about the Super Bowl, bro. Like, I'm being so for real. I just wanted to see my team go past the divisional round of the playoff. We couldn't even make it past the wild card. And you know what? I can't even, you know what? I don't think any of us can the disagree. the words out of my mouth. I literally. can't disagree and I can't say I'm surprised. I, I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> I've been, bro, I literally been saying this all year. Like, this past bro, year, bro, I've been saying this. Like, bro, y'all can go ahead and gloat because I have nothing to say. Yeah. I think I think y'all don't understand the pain to see what, listen, the loss of the 49ers last year was bad. Bad. You feel me? Oh, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> because it was a game, it was a winnable game. The one, the the one to the 49ers the previous year, it was a disappointment because that it was, was like worse. It was, was right like, there. He was, we right, was there. right there. You feel me? He got on the center real quick. He was right there. But Sunday, bro, we didn't even have a chance for like I had a feeling that we was gonna lose, but I didn't think we was gonna lose. Cause I saw your I saw your little your little tweet that you wanna put right. Don't be surprised if the if the, if the Packers beat the the Cowboys. I, I, just, I just wanna I just wanna put it on record. I made that prediction hours before the game. I think I made that prediction at like one o'clock in the afternoon. And like, then he posted on IG. I was like, then why I got then then I started seeing stuff like people talking about some, oh, here go the script for the uh for the and then the script fell in line. I was like, oh I'm like it, <laughs> that's gotta be studied. Well, one, I think y'all just need a clean house. I think, no, I, honestly, I think, honestly, bro, honestly, bro, it's the fact that we don't have a general manager. Like, a lot of people might think, like, what does that mean? No, it means a lot because if the person is writing the checks, it also have say-so in what goes on in the front, in the for the players in the front office, that has a lot to do with the issue. Like, Marcus, Marcus Spears said this, right? He said when he played on the Cowboys, he saw Jerry Jones, like, almost all the time. But when he went to the Ravens, he only seen their owner twice in his three years that he was just think about that. It's a culture in Dallas that will never change. Jerry Jones don't believe in free agency. He believes in a draft, and that's it. Mind you, we draft well, but we need key players, like them key veterans. Yeah, 
lost at the last point. I don't know that we can like blame Dallas's problems on the roster. I feel like they have all the talent. That I wasn't need. blaming it on the roster. I said it's a culture identity that we don't have. Like that's why we need to bring those people in that could that could at least help change. Like go get that big splash free agent that we need. All right, real quick, we're gonna talk Bucks Eagles and then we're gonna make our predictions for the divisional round and wrap up the episode. All right. So I mean, it's only right. It's only right. I just take a little bit of time to just break down what transpired this season and what transpired last night because you 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 and you didn't see this coming the bucks the bucks when i did say the right, bucks predicted that. i just told you that no, no 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 i'm talking about when the season started oh, oh yeah. yeah i, I, I oh, saw yeah. it coming. Oh, yeah. oh the team i had i oh, thought the, sure. i thought the saints was going when y'all yeah, i said the saints too yeah that's just so yeah. disrespectful but no i mean because you gotta think about what y'all had baker coming in so like remember what we said if you got expectations for baker that's when he folds and you know what you said something that was really interesting to me when we were speaking earlier about the Cowboys you said that well actually when we were talking about Jalen Hurts you spoke about how you know when the Bucks didn't have a great defense you know what you weren't wrong because earlier in the season we were trying to figure out our identity Antoine Whitfield like it's a blessing that he just emerged as an all pro that he did because he really put together that defense but you talk about playing the Eagles last night versus in week two or week three whenever we played them those are two different teams mm. two different teams nah it was defense was playing on all cylinders strapped got to Jalen Hurts even had a nice safety towards the end of the game like you know I just saw it coming that's that's what I'll say I so, saw it coming and we're just riding a high because the last five games of the season now you gotta go in Detroit we started turning up and now nah, we oh, got yeah, our we got our revenge game against the Eagles and hopefully we'll get our revenge game against the Lions you're gonna get your revenge game against the 49ers maybe if y'all make it to the championship game because because uh, y'all honestly y'all y'all I honestly where y'all started the season I, I had I was like it's no way I had no faith you y'all what was y'all three and five yeah so we no so so this is what happened we started the season three and one then we dropped like four straight games mm -hmm. so then we were like three and five three and six yeah. we were right dead dead smack in the middle of the division race with the Saints and uh, the, the Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah. Uh, but then we just we just started turning the gas. Like, uh, honestly, turning gas the team that should have won y'all uh, division was the Falcons. The no, it should have been the Saints. No, it should have been, no, been, 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 been the Saints. Been the but it should have been the Falcons because the Falcons no. had the better. They had the better route to win the division because but schedule ended. Yeah, if our schedule ended. But you have to understand when it comes to our division in particular, mm. division play is so critical. But y'all had by far the worst division in football. And we can we can say the same. About it's always been like this. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and left the building. But, but we could say that you about like the like NFC could, East. Because like, at got, one point in time, that was a horrible division. Yeah, that was. No, it was for sure. Because the NFC East is literally top heavy. That's it. NFC least. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I feel like you can only make that argument until a team wins, goes in and wins that playoff for sure. game. Yeah. So, like, I mean, again, I saw it coming away. I guess we can go straight into the prediction. We can actually start with the Bucks and Lions. You're 6 0. Let's see if you. Let's, let's, let's see, see if you can see, still say undefeated, my brother. So, this is my thing about. Uh -oh. This is my thing about this game in particular. Because uh -oh. here we go. They, <laughs> here we go. This is my thing about this game in particular because just like the Eagles game, it could go two ways. We can go into Detroit and we could play how we played when we played them the first time when they came down to Tampa, or we could go into Detroit knowing what they already like to do from an offensive standpoint and sharpen up and try to neutralize Jared Goff from a defensive standpoint. I think the key. I think Ross St. Brown. I I think an X factor in this game is definitely. Jared Goff because you never know what you're going to get with Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to say Omar Ross St. Brown's an X-Factor because you know he's going to produce. He's going to put up good numbers every game. Sam Laporta? Sam Laporta is an X-Factor to me because, again, he's a good tight end. Wait, but I, I haven't... He's out for the season. No, he played, he played last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah 
that like I haven't watched too much of him, but I do know he's good. He's balling. I do know he's, he's good. So I think it'll come down to our defense. Can we stop Amar Ross St. Brown? Can we get pressure on Jared Goff? Because last night we were getting pressure on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts literally held, I think his time of possession was two seconds. Like literally, he didn't have no time to throw the ball for real. So I think that's just what it comes down to. But because the, the Bucks blitzed and blitzed and blitzed. But, but, but this is the thing, like this is why I like Todd Bowles, his, his, his blitz packages, because sometimes he'll blitz four, then he'll blitz five, and then he'll blitz six. So they had Jalen Hurts running around frantic because he just did not know what to do. Like when they got that safety, two plays before he blitzed four. Then after the play before the safety, he blitzed five. And then when uh they, they did get the safety, they only blitzed four and they still got that safety. So it's like, you just never know what you're gonna get with Todd Bowles and the Bucks. But my final prediction is, ooh, I got Bucks. I got Bucks going into Detroit, upsetting them. Uh, score 25-25-23. Shocker. I love Jameer Gibbs. I love Jamison Williams. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I love that whole Lions offense, honestly. I like the Lions to win in a high-scoring game. I'm thinking like 38-32. Both of these offenses are really good. I'm gonna be honest with you. Baker with no pressure. He's a dangerous, you know, football player to play against. So I'm gonna say for this game, I'm making my prediction on both of the offenses are good. So who can stop who the most? I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this game because I believe in their defense more than I believe in the Detroit Lions defense. Like I said, I'm not gonna let my bias get me. Why you sound so depressed, bro? Because he's a Cowboys Cause, fan. Cause, bro, I'm a depressed Cowboys fan <laughs> because I'm I might have to watch the Detroit Lions make it to the NFC Championship game before, before the Cowboys did. That's hilarious. And I don't believe that they won a playoff game since what 1991. It's been 32 years. 32 yeah. years. Bro. Yeah. Long and drought. they and they haven't made it to an NFC Championship game since what 1958. Yeah. yeah. That, it seems like that's gonna change. No offense, Amar, but I think that it's just gonna be a close game. And I think that just because if they was in Tampa, I would have I would have picked y'all. But the fact that it's in Detroit, I feel as though like that crowd, they 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 feel that energy, they feel that ins of we almost there. I feel as though the crowd is gonna be the X factor in the game. I think that's why I got Detroit winning with a close game, probably like another 27 to 23. Okay. I got Detroit. Detroit's beginning stops lately. They look better on defense. I like them 34-28. Okay. Moving on, the other NFC divisional game, we got the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers. I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm going to be safe here because I do want to keep my my uh, my undefeated record on predictions. I'm going to be safe here and I'm going to go 49ers. The Packers great. Jordan Love is playing excellent, but I just don't think it's going to be enough for that star-studded offense because that's that's a triple punch. Brock Purdy, then you got Debo. Brandon Ayu. <laughs> Brandon Ayu. Quad that's that's like a five-headed snake right there. Yeah. So 49ers. Give me the Niners, man. It's our time. I'ma say, I'ma say the 49ers, because I think a lot of people think like the Packers are actually good. They're not. The pack the Cowboys was just terribly bad. Like if you seen if you seen the Packers offense, it was fit receives wide open like 15 yards a play. So it's not even gonna be a close game. 49ers by by 20. I like us 35-21. I like it like 38-10. I disagree with you. I do think that the Packers are good. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was gonna say I very much think that that's a that's like, a solid football. They, 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 I think I think Jordan Love deserves to be having be getting excuse me more credit than he's been getting. That guy he can play. Yeah, like, yeah. I, and I said it going into the game. I said, hey, don't sleep on Jordan Love. Do you know that they had not scored over thirty points all season? Do you know that they just went in there and beat the mess out of y'all? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was that was my point. 
We talking about the, we talking about the same Packers team that lost that lost. Yo, that I'm I'm not even gonna say lost that almost lost to the Carolina Panthers. Yes, that's, bro. I mean, we almost lost to the Panthers. We only put up three field goals last the other week against the Panthers, and we just stomped the Eagles, a team that was favored to beat us. By the way, just want to put we, that out there. We was favored by ten and a half to beat the Packers. I'm just putting that out there. Mike, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Packers. One thing you can't game plan for in the National Football League is a quarterback that you know creates all the off-platform stuff like Patrick Mahomes. He looked very Patrick Mahomes-esque. I would say that too. But the more like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like, you could tell he's been studying Aaron Rodgers though. And you know who Aaron Rodgers owned by? That's cool. Not least owned. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you feel me? But, but like I was saying, Aaron Rodgers played a great football game um, this past what Sunday? Sunday? Yep. Yeah, Sunday. Wait, Aaron Rodgers? I mean, you mean Jordan Love. Jordan Love. My bad. You know, oh, he, looked, he did look like he did look like Aaron Rodgers yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. yeah so I, I see what she was going with, but man, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, I'm going Packers. All right, let's let's move on to the AFC divisional round. Uh, we got Chiefs Bills at Buffalo. I personally, I like Buffalo. I do like Buffalo. I like Buffalo too. It's time to get the Chiefs out of here. Austin, who you going with? I don't know, man. This is hard. I do think that both of these teams are, you know, we probably once thought of them a lot highly, a lot more highly of than we do now. But I think, yeah, I think, I think Kansas City's gonna lose. Mm. So everybody, I was about Buffalo, to say other than Mike, Austin said uh, he said something. He said we once thought of these teams highly. No, I thought of the Chiefs highly the whole season. Oh brother, but wait, but, are you? Okay. I, I will, not a Chiefs. I will fan. say, yeah, I will Mike. say this though. This is the best defense Patrick Mahomes has had in his career. The Run game with Pacheco. Bro, it's consistent. Those receivers, it's, it's his consistent. targets are so sorry. They are. They drop a lot of balls. But I will say this against the Bills, they are 2 0. Like I said, I'm a guy who likes history. And if history tells me something. Both of those games are at Kansas City. You're, you're right. That this, is is the, the, this is the first time Patrick Mahomes has to travel in the playoffs the since he's been in the league. <laughs> right. So, so we don't know how he's going to look. So that ain't history right there, I mean, brother. Historian. Yeah. <laughs> He's, ne- he's never played a game on the road. Other than the Super Bowl. All right. And Historian. With Pat- and when Patrick Mahomes wins this, what are y'all going to say about him? I'm just he's gonna, the, he's good job. Good job, brother. <laughs> Congrats. Okay. So, like, my whole thing is, I, do you think we don't like Patrick Mahomes or something? Like, I, I do. I like Patrick Mahomes. I just, feel, I, silly, I just don't like the credit that he keeps getting. I, I'm I'm just, a, I, I feel as though like, he's too young for you to be putting him in a top three yeah, at all time. time. Like, like, like you got you to gotta understand, like, our, our job is not to talk good about him all the time, yeah. especially because he's been playing kind of buns this season. <laughs> he hasn't been playing buns. His receivers lead the league in drops. He's been top 10 in QBR. He's been top 10 in yards. Top 10 in touchdowns. Just imagine if his receivers just cut half of those drops down. I hear you, bro. Trust me, I hear you. But at the same time, I don't hear you. Moving on, uh, we got Ravens-Texans. This is probably like the game that's like the most toss-up out of all of these games. I honestly am scared to make a prediction because it's going to blemish my record. But CJ Stroud has been playing great football. The Texans have been playing great football. Like, Nico Collins has really emerged as, like, that star-studded receiver on the Texans. Uh, and then you got John Michi, uh, that, the, the Mechie, sorry. Where he went to college at? Alabama? Bama. Bama. Yeah. Okay. He went to Bama. called me. Sorry, Bama boys. <laughs> they was walking around calling Jeff John Mechie. That's crazy. <laughs> Nah, you look like him. I'm gonna go yeah. Texans though. I'm nervous. I like the Texans though. Oh yeah, wait, CJ, uh, please. CJ. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens. Like I want Lamar to win it all I, this year. I do want Lamar to win it, but I just I think is I think CJ got something going on, man. I think CJ might get it. I, I got the Texans. I'm gonna go Ravens because the dialogue around Lamar Jackson if he loses this game is gonna be insane. So I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go uh, Ravens. I want. I got the Ravens winning. I don't think that the Texans and I don't even think that they really outplayed besides you know the two inter- the two picks. 
360 that Joe Flacco played. I think that game was would have been a lot closer if that didn't happen. I don't think Lamar is making that type of mistake. Also, the Ravens are just a much better team. And just seeing the way that they they dragged uh, the Eagles and the Niners recently, yeah, I got Baltimore. I don't think it's gonna be close. All right, fellas. Well, only time will tell, Jeff. I hope you was keeping track of the predictions for yeah, everybody. I did. We'll see. Come this weekend. We'll see. Come this weekend. Hopefully, uh, I, I still stay undefeated. You know, my picks. I, I felt like my picks were solid. I mean, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? guys. This is the end of the episode. This has been a great episode, a lengthy episode. With that being said, we're gonna get into my favorite part, which is shout outs. First of all, I just wanna shout out God for everything that He's doing for my life, everything that He's doing in everyone else's lives that are around me in the studio right now. I'm very happy to be back. Very, very much so. Looking forward to the rest of the semester. This is my last semester, so I'm definitely going to enjoy it while I can. So, you know, without further ado, I love you guys, and uh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to kick it off to Trim. Like Kibi said, first off, I want to thank God because he's been putting me in a lot of possessions and rooms that, you know, I didn't think I would be in, and, you know, at this point in my life. So I just want to thank him and, you know, thank him for everything he's done for me. Obviously, thank all the guys in here for bringing me along, you know, and easing me in. Yeah, I got to give thanks to God, too, because it's like, like you guys said, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even be in this position that we is in right now. So it's just like, you just gotta give your thanks, you gotta give your blessings, you gotta continue to pray because some people can't be here with us and some, and some people they don't have the opportunity to do what we doing and we get this opportunity, we making the best out of it. And I just also want to give a thanks to fam, you, you know, giving us this opportunity to even be speaking like this, you heard? So I just, that's that's what I want to give my shout out to and give, give a shout out to the women's basketball team because I feel as though y'all gonna, y'all gonna definitely get it back right first and foremost i want to thank my lord and savior jesus christ shout out to the guys in the studio shout out to my family back home love y'all let's keep pushing these episodes start off thanking god i feel so blessed every day i wake up you know be back on campus be around people who you know take good care of me you know we have common goals and we get to come into spaces like this and make what i think it truly is a great product and so i hope everybody that's listening right now really did enjoy this episode it was a lot of fun to make say shout out to my family mom dad grandma sister Love y'all. Finally, I just like to thank Nick Saban. Um, bro. Oh, brother. Enjoy that you brought to my life. Um, you'll forever be missed at the University of Alabama's football program. And as a fan, thank you. You won't be missed as an LSU fan. So thank you, Nick Saban, for retiring. And <laughs> thank we love you, hey, too, for yeah, bringing us. Say, you better for bringing thank us. You. What you mean? You better thank LSU for giving y'all Nick Saban. What, what are you talking about? LSU didn't give us Nick Saban. All right, guys. All right, guys. I'll save you for after the show. Hey, one more shout out, though, before we end off. Shout out Jalen Scott. Man. My boy over there in the cut. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Malcolm man. Max came in here, showed his love. The fresh man on the hill. Yeah, man. Without further ado, guys, we'll see y'all soon. Peace. Yo, peace. Halftime with the Playmakers is produced in the studios of WAM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida AM University.